Transient mic for tricks. Hello, welcome. My name is David Ventura Garcia. I'm your host of the Transient Mic Four Track Series, and I'm sitting here today with the co-host Jeremy. He'll be with us from time to time. We're rolling something out as an organization. We're part of Transient Mic. We both co-founded this organization as a way to preserve music, and our mission is to facilitate, enable, and empower musicians and artists in the creation, preservation, and distribution of music and sound. So when you break it down, what does that really mean? <clears throat> All we're really trying to do is to say that if you are talented, you put in the practice and you really want to record and you're worthy of preservation, we want to be there to do that. We're trying to build a mobile micro studio that allows us to go around Texas and and hopefully even nationally uh, by way of donations as a nonprofit organization to get people preserved. And so this is a part of that. And one of the things that we really want to stress is that we are a nonprofit, which allows us to create music and and give them the rights back to the performer and see what they can do with that. And so it's a really cool mission because I think it's fitting that we're starting it here in Austin. I think that it ties into what Austin is all about and the scene is always changing. And because of that, we think that, you know, this nonprofit can benefit from that. And the disadvantage, of course, is that we are a nonprofit, so we can't really operate as a recording label or a studio. In that sense, we're more of a preservation society or preservation organization and uh i'm excited about it and so what we're going to do is start rolling out this four track series and and jeremy's going to tell you more about it Uh, but we just acquired a tascam 44 and it's really been exciting so jeremy why why don't you share with them the history of this of this uh reel to reel yeah so hey i'm jeremy uh if you want to hear the nerdy side of things i'm your guy um so we have a tascam 44 it's a four track uh, tape machine um, the funny story of how I got it, I was looking on Craigslist one night and I hit up this guy about this ad and I went out to go check it out and I was talking with him about what we're doing and messing around with it. And he ultimately said, Hey, I want you just take that tape machine. But if you take it, you have to tape all these, take all these boxes of tape. You have to take, take my Tascam board. You have to take all my other outboard gear. And I was just so, uh, so excited about that, man. And, and my, now my house is full of, uh, all these old tapes. Uh, we got this from, Chris Oviet, um, his father-in-law was Mike McCormick, and he was a really uh, famous radio DJ who's the program director at KYL in Omaha, um, also at KQV and WLS in Chicago in the 60s and 70s, and he just has like tons and tons of uh, all these old tapes from the radio days, and so that just made me happy. I want to you know, record those and preserve those. And you, you you came to my to that because you 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 know we were talking we were we were trying to establish this organization and we thought it would be cool you've been listening and wanting to get a reel to reel for a long time I think the benefit that's the minute you set it up you see how things start to line up because I know when we started we we're like well what are we going to do next how are we going to get this and right away just by responding to a Craigslist ad we we had this opportunity man yeah it was kind of like fate you know I, I've been wanting it and it just kind of like happened and just kind of like got put into my lap. And so I've been, I never like recorded in the analog world before and I'd always wanted to. And so this gave me a chance to just play around with it. And um, it's honestly the funnest thing I've done so far with recording is, is messing around with this tape machine. And that's why I think it's really awesome that we get to do this four track series with Austin artists is getting to not only show people Austin's hidden talents, um, but bringing these artists into uh, the analog world that they haven't experienced um, and 
it, you, it makes you think about recording in an entirely different way because nowadays everything's plug and play with this. You got to, you got to think a lot more <laughs> about what you're putting down. Um, and it makes me excited. Why they, and, and that's our goal is to find artists and we've got a network of folks that we're meeting, but we're going to try to be scouting, you know, at open mic nights and, and jam sessions. And that's the point is you've already shared it on Facebook and people responded to just a picture of it. They want to come in. They want to they want to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. Everyone's excited about it. it I, have, I have just had a lot of people messaging me like, hey, when can I come in? When can I come in? Come in? So it's uh Exciting. And, you know, it's exciting also, you know, to record like the Beatles were on Pepper. <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's that's the whole point. I mean, some of the stuff that goes to a great point that I wanted to make is that we're not what we're doing is nothing new. Right. This is 70s, 80s technology. Even the, the mobile studios. That's nothing new. The Rolling mm-hmm. Stones did it. The idea of using analog for a preservation, you know, you know, there was academics that were out there recording gospel and old blues and old Tejano. If they didn't have the foresight to do that, we would lose so many of our archival preservational kind of recordings. And I think that's what's so important about what we're doing. They may not be the big time artists coming into our studio, but they're, they're, they put in the time, they put in the practice and they want to share. And that's the thing is, why should you be held up by, by that? I mean, the other thing is you can buy a two-channel M-Audio thing. You can plug it into your computer mm-hmm. and you can still record. It, it, yeah, it's a digital signal, but you're still doing it. There's no reason why you shouldn't do that. What The difference, what we're trying to do is to say, when we bring you in, we're going to help you as a producer, as maybe as a musician. We all have the talent to do something good with it so that you creatively you don't feel like you're you know uh, bound by by some sort of creative you know, uh, lock and, and mm-hmm. unlock that and try to get it, which you may not have at home when you're trying to put on your own two channels. You want some feedback and that's important to our mission. Bouncing too. ideas off of each other is, is really great. Um, when you're, when you're putting stuff down or just any kind of artistic expression, I think, at least for me, you know, I like to bounce ideas off of people and, and, uh, see what they think and see what they bring to the table. Exactly. And, and that's what the point of the four track series is, is you're going to try to, you know, although we can sum like the Beatles, like you said, they had four channels to play with. Ultimately, they might have summed all these tracks down to one. We really want to kind of try to uh, strip it down to four really tracks that best uh, express your song. Right. And, yeah, I mean, and, and complement it. <clears throat> what, what, what the audience is going to be hearing um, is the limitations of the four track machine. You know, we have four tracks to work with, but we can ultimately we can get a lot more out of it. We can, you know, boil seven down or if we could bounce it off another tape machine and get a lot more. Um, but with this series, we, we definitely want to keep it as raw and as simple as possible, um, just because I want to present the artists in their most true form. Um, without a bunch of extra fluff. I want to strip it down to what they are as an artist. And again, that's, that's what's so good about it, because if, are you adding in this just to, just to have it in, or does it really bring something to your track, an emotion or some yeah. sort of trigger something? That, you but know? then again, there's nothing wrong with bringing something in just to bring it in. Let's, you know, that's, yeah. that's what I find myself saying when I record artists a lot is, uh, let's just do it, see what it sounds like. You know, that's, that's my, uh, I probably say that at least like 30 times during, you know, an, an hour session or two hours. You know. Well, that's going to be key is experimentation. I, and I think that's the whole point too, is we, you know, as a nonprofit, we're kind of out there to help you create. We're also there to preserve, but most importantly, we're not trying to take control of your music and we just want to make you better as an artist. <clears throat> so under that notion, it's the idea that, you know, whatever you bring in could be a compliment, you know. Uh, so I'm excited about it. The four-track series is going to be great. Yeah, I think the ultimate goal with this four-track series is we want to show people 
Austin's hidden talents because um, there's so many amazing musicians in just this one city. Yeah, no, that's good. So let's let's just talk about who, who, yeah, we'll talk about what we got coming up because I think everybody gets it. So the four track series, you know, there's good, there's more to come. We have artists, and we're going to continue to look for more artists. So as you listen, and 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 again, our first listeners are going to be fans of the band or fans of the, of the performers, and that's cool. We just got to grow our network, a grassroots style, and say, okay, now who who do we get in here next? And we're open to that. And so uh, by way of our website, you can click on us, shoot us an email. And we'll find a way to listen to these folks and see if we can get them in. If it's, and, you know, that, that being said, we're going to lead with the, the next segment will be Vernon Rust. He was a, a, a singer-songwriter from Louisiana. And he made his mark in Nashville. He helped Keith Urban uh, write his first album, The Ranch. And it, some good songs. On really good songs. And, and it was early 90s, uh, Nashville. He had already had a hit. Uh, with with the uh, Kicks Brooks and and wrote some other stuff, Sacred Ground, which a lot of folks know, it's a big hit. I think it climbed to number two, but he can confirm all that. But the point being is that uh, when he when he entered that fast lane, he never got out of that fast lane, and and, and so he, it was sort of a fall from grace with a, a lot of drug and alcohol consumption. And he'd be the first one to tell you that. It's detailed in his book that he just came out. It's, it's called Fake News. So when we have him come in, he's going to share some songs that he's been writing, read uh, from the book. Uh, that he's just published, available on Amazon. So it's going to be great. There's some damn good songs that Vernon's written. Yeah. And and he is a personality. That guy has a lot of uh, things to say. So it might even be a two-part series because <laughs> it is such a, a treat to, to hear him talk and, and express, like I said, the old school things that happened in Nashville. And so we're excited to have him in and we're looking forward to it. So thanks for joining us on this uh, first session of Many to Come. And, and it's really just going to be a great time. This podcast was produced and recorded at our Transient Mic Studio here in Austin, Texas. Session one was hosted by David Ventura Garcia and Jeremy Fowler. Transient Mic is a nonprofit organization devoted to the preservation of music and sound. For more information, go to transientmic.org or click on the link below. If you would like to be a sponsor, feel free to contact us at infotransientmic.org.